to learn throughout the month of Kislev, sponsored by the Brenners, the Deutsches, and Mindy Barad. Weekly sponsorship this week by Tzvi and Yael Katzman in honor of Tzvi's Abbas for his Yortzeit Avram Moshe ben Shlomo Zev HaKon Vesil Zichona Livracha, and by Zahava Englard and Norman Shapiro in the schus of their sons fighting in Gaza, in Aza, Avram Yosef ben Zavadina Ezra ben Miriam Eilana. שיחזרו יחד עם כל חיילינו בניצחון לשלום בריאים בגוף ובריאים בנפש. אוקיי. It's a good word. It's a good word. That word ניצחון is a good word, no? It's a good, it's a, it's a very good word, ניצחון. A victory. ניצחון doesn't just mean victory. ניצחון, like I was discussing with a few of my friends this week, also comes from the root word of נצח, something that's everlasting. And menatzeach, a menatzeach is a conductor. A menatzeach of a, an orchestra is a, is a conductor. That what, what a victory really looks like is, is, much, is much, much more than just saying we're victorious. Even, even that's a question. Like, what, what is it? What is the nitzachon? What is the nitzachon that we're anticipating? In truth, this this said this, this next level that we're in of learning could be really be called, you know, waking up in the coma part two or whatever. It's the same, it's the same mahalach, but like I told you guys, I shared with you a few times that now the mahalach is, is, is an inside mahalach of the nefesh. Now it's, it's soul stuff. Not that, not that what we learned before wasn't, but right now we're going to be speaking all the terminology you've been speaking, but in the language of Hasidus and, Kab- and, and, and Kabbalah, which is the same thing, more or less. But on a level, on a level that we could hopefully, Be'ez HaShem, understand and relate to. On a level that we could understand. The learning that we're going to be doing is mainly from these two Sfarim. I don't know if you have it, you could bring it. It's these, these two Sfarim, mainly these two Sfarim of Rav Ginsburg. One of them is called Tikuna Medina. Sounds nice, no? Tikuna Medina. And one is called Mimena Yivashea. And we're going to be going back and forth between these two Sfarim to be able, to, again, directing us to understand where, where we're going with all this. There, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm standing literally with a lot of trembling and awe before this next level because I hope that I always feel like this, but I know that I feel like this right now, Shalem, that I've never felt more... Um, 
shalem with the decision of what we're learning. I've never felt more complete with, the, what, with, with regarding what we're going to be learning right now. And this time, there's a lot of, there's a lot of practical lemaisen. I don't know what that looks like yet. I don't know if it means, okay, then we're going to come out of here, and now we're going to have our own uh, new party, our pol- political party, and now, we're, and now we know what we're going to be doing exactly. Uh, but I do know that I want as many chavra as possible learning this Torah right now. Like the only, I think the first thing I want to share about this kind of type of learning is, I mean, I'm looking around the room, and yes, Baruch Hashem, we, we, we have a big chavra, we, we have a lot of chavra learning with us, and I'm so proud that for consistently for so long already, we've had such a strong presence of learning, of hitiatzvot, of coming forward and sharing and waking up. But we have to share, we have to bring in more chevron. We have to bring in more people to understand, to say, just try. Just try and learn with us. Try and, try and think like us, just for a little bit. See what it's like. I also know that we're in times where everyone is busy with very important things, and everyone's doing things, and there's all these things going on, v'chulei. I feel like this is mamash hora'atcha. Like literally, this is our time right now to say all my inyanim, all my things, all my businesses, all the things I could really push off later for another 40 minutes in the morning to really set myself hopefully straight and pnima. I owe it to Am Yisrael and I owe it to myself. I owe it to the Rebbeinu Shlomo. I owe it to the Rebbeinu Shlomo. I owe it to my neshama. I can't lie to my neshama. I owe it to my soul. And we have to realize that we're going to be addressing a great question. And I was challenged by someone. I was challenged by someone. He doesn't even realize he challenged me. But it's a, it's a good challenge. What are we offering the world? We know what we're not offering the world. But what are we offering the world? What are we offering Am Yisrael? What is this Medina offering Am Yisrael? Besides protection. You see, we, we, we have to shift... Again, if it's really next 75 years, you have to shift from whatever we were offering, whatever we were displaying, whatever we were speaking of in the name of why we're here, v'chulei. And now, we have to go to the other way. We speak so much about against, we're against this, we're against anti-Semitism, we're against all that. Of course we are. Oh, even saying of course is a questionable thing these days. Of course we are. We know what we're against. What are we for? What are we for? What are we... What are, we, what are we actually sharing right now, right? A lot of questions are going to be coming up right now. What are we sharing? What is the matzah? What is on the platform? What is the agenda? What are we showing the world? This is where our love and connection to the Torah, the Baal Shem Tov, will show up right now in our understanding of why we're here and what we're doing here. It's got to be, and it's such a bashet that we're, we're starting this the day before Hanukkah, before the Hayantiv of Light, which this year is probably more, uh, more needed more than ever, and on the other hand, feeling more impossible than ever, to really allow ourselves to go to the zone of Hanukkah when everyone knows we haven't even finished HaKofas yet of Simchas Torah. So therefore, I, I want to give us a bracha embarking on this journey with some really grounded patience, determination, and feel throughout the whole time that what we're learning right now is just as important as if you were Mamasha Chayal on the battlefield. Literally, because this is our battlefield. It is. If, like we always say, if our Chayalim are willing to give their lives to go out to the battlefield every single day, and unfortunately every day we're hearing of another Shivahom, Aleinu, 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 Lechazek Yitidei Chayalim Akdoshim Shlanu, 
You have to strengthen the Maccabim of today, the Bali Mesiris Nefesh, and we have to be Maccabim. We really have to dig even deeper, to go deeper inside, to understand what am I offering the world? What am I offering Am Yisrael? What am I telling someone? What am I sharing? And it all is based on understanding why Hashem put us to be alive in this era with this whole wave of what we're hopefully calling an awakening. So I don't just want to be awake, I want to stay awake. And I want to know what I'm supposed to be doing right now in this world. So you can pass these out. This is the first chapter that you have in front of you from the Sefer Tikkun Amdina. And this is from Moriba Rabbi Rabbi Yitzchak Ginsburg Shlita. Hashem should give him strength, many, many, many more years of light, of Torah, of good health. And uh, this is for you. So if you if you have a pen and you want to, I would actually recommend that those of you, there's maybe certain words that you'll be important for you to hear, to... To write it out, like like treat this like Bemet, you're 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 gonna have a soul midterm on. You know what I mean? Like you, you will. Like we we all will, by the way. We're all gonna have a, a big a big. We're all gonna be tested on this. Do you understand what I mean? We're all gonna be tested. We're we're already being tested on this, but we're all really gonna be tested on this. Now, one of the most important things when it comes to learning halacha is the concept of koach dehetera adifa. Koach dehetera adifa means that if you're able and have the wisdom and the basis to be matir something, to allow something, to permit something, we always prefer that than disqualifying something. Like, I remember our Rosh Kolel when I was in Amiftar, when we were learning years ago. It's one of the first things he said to us. He said to us, to be a machmir, you don't have to be a Tamil Chacham. It's very easy. To be matir, not mekel, but matir something, you have to really know what it is. Now, it's very easy. Why am I saying this? Because when you stop for a second, it's so easy to puzzle everything that's here. Everything that's here that's in the function of the government, of the Medina, of, the, of everything. It's so easy to, to completely say, this whole thing is puzzle. Why? Because in its... Shoresh, it wasn't really about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's easy. It's an easy thing to say. And there's like a taiva to even say it. It's like, and start from scratch. But we have to realize something. The Medina, the country, is probably the most potent vessel that the world has ever seen since Beis HaMikdash. The, the Medina. It's a vessel. A kli. The question is, what light has been poured into that vessel? What has been poured into this potent vessel? And that's where our, it's like a twofold level of avoda. On the one hand, to to accept the fact that the Medina, the country, is the state is a vessel. But on the other hand, to realize that doesn't mean that you have to subscribe to what's been poured into this vessel for 75 years. And there's tension between those two places. Everyone's with me so far? I, I, yeah. I would say further, a vessel is what we make of it. The vessel itself has no positive or negative quality. It's what we put in it and how we use it. The vessel is a gift. Yes. Yeah, the vessel is a gift. It's a gift. So again, it's easy to say... 
this is a pach gadol, right? This is a pach gadol. It's easy to say the vessel itself needs to be replaced. Now, what would that mean? What would that mean, the Maisen? Vessel being replaced would mean, okay, let's go back to America and to Europe for about, like, 30 years or 25 years, and let's, like, rethink everything. Like, let's let this whole place, this whole country... Just go to the dogs, because Mele, so, so much of it has gone to the dogs on a Rayoni level, on an idealistic level. Now let's go back, and then come back next time with a clear understanding of what we're doing. Let's, let's get a whole generation, the next generation, the young generation, that hasn't been polluted by a lot of the way that, that we've been thinking. Obviously, none of us is, is going to do that, right? Right? <laughs> no one's thinking that, right? I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I have... I had, like, that thought one for one day in the last 60 days. I'm like, you know what? Set up shop in northern Ontario. I'm telling you, you just, just be like... <laughs> so Rav Ginsburg is going to say to us, okay, let's look, not what our eyes see. Let's go to what has actually been happening here and when did everything begin? We have to go back to the beginning of the formation of the current vessel to understand on a soul level what it is we're busy, what is the avodah that we're really busy doing here right now, okay? So let's go like this. Obviously, I love the, the chapter, the title, because Adayin Efshar Letaken, even though it seems so hard to believe that. Adayin Efshar Letaken. It's not too late to fix. To fix the tochen of the context, content that's poured into this vessel. Kacha. Medinat Yisrael nozda behe'iyar tafshin chet. Bema'amad bo hutsara lakamata. So when was the current state, of, state founded? It was the 5th of ER 1948, where we declared, anu machrizim bazot al hakamat medinat, right? You know, the Ben-Gurion's famous speech. And that's when its founders signed what's called the Scroll of Independence, Megillat Ha'atzma'ut, which for many of us was just as holy as Megillus Esther and all the other Megillot. That, that's, that's the world many of us grew up in, that that was Kodesh Kodashim, Megillat Ha'atzma'ut. Right? The, what's, it called? what's the right title for it in English? Declaration, Declaration of Independence, right? So do not belittle that. What ended up happening? Parts of Eretz HaKodesh, which was promised from Hashem to Am Yisrael, were returned to Jewish sovereignty for the first time in nearly 2,000 years. Don't belittle that. That's a massive Fact. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. And that's what Yom Ha'atzma'ut is known as. The day of independence. The day that the declaration for this amazing moment in time took place. And as great and as meaningful as that actually was, Haita Medina Chadashan Netulat Lev. What does Natul Lev mean? Heart, missing. <laughs> missing the heart. As holy as it was, as special as it was, we have to understand that the day that our independence was declared was a body without a heart. What are we referring to? 
ירושלים העתיקה, מקום בית המקדש. ומקוד, ומוקד תפילותיהם ותקוותיהם של היהודים נותרה בידי זרים. The place and the focus and the headquarters of ותחזנה עינינו בשו"ת חלי ציון ברחמים, of 2,000 years of dreaming of coming back to Eretz Yisrael, the headquarters of that prayer was still governed by Zarim, by Jordanians, נכון? It still wasn't I, so it's, this is important for us to realize this. This is very important. We have to stop for a second and think about it. We came back, there was this massive, massive simcha, but what do you think the Yid that was, that carried with him 2,000 years of tears of Etichazena Yeninu B'Shuv Chaletzion Berachamim felt on the day that the independence was declared when the heart was not part of the declaration. What's that? I, I think about that all the time. Like, what, what was he thinking? The guy that was carrying 2,000 years of tefillahs, what was he thinking on Hey ER? So close. So, so close, yet so, so far. Right? Nineteen years after that, Shuv Bechodesh Iyar, again on the month of Iyar, Hapam Bekafchet, the day, the 28th day, Kafchet, the 28th day of the month, Shukhrira Gam Yerushalayim Atika Midea Aravim, Bemilchemet Sheshet Ayamim. So 19 years later, then the heart, well, we'll see. A chunk of the heart got released, got got restored to us from the, from the Ishmael. And then, this is during the Six-Day War, obviously, 19 years after Milchemet Ratzmaut, and afterwards, Yerushalayim ha-benuya ke'ir she'chubra la-yachdav. Like we say in Tehilim, that Yerushalayim is like a city that was, how do you say this in proper uh, biblical English, Ari or Jeremy? Oh, there's a phrase. You guys know this better than me. You guys know the English stuff. Ke'ir she'chubra la-yachdav. Like a city that has... Joined together, let's say. Yomze, koach be'iyar, strength of the month of Iyar, noda ke'yom Yerushalayim. Yom Atzma'ut, Yom Yerushalayim. Personally, I'll share with you, there have been many years that I, in my heart, boycotted Hey Be'iyar and went nuts on Kafchet Be'iyar. But that's just childish stuff. It's just part of the process of where we're getting to today. But I'm happy I had that struggle. I wish all of us had these types of struggles because that means... We have an awareness that there's, <laughs> there's tension going on over here. Meaning, I felt like if I'm not, I, I, I can only celebrate for emet the day that the heart starts pumping again, which would be Yom Yerushalayim. But then the voice comes and says, yeah, but there wouldn't be Yom Yerushalayim if there wasn't Yom Atzmaut. And then the inner chatterbox begins and I just shut the whole thing off and I say, let's go to Northern Ontario. Again. So, trying to work with it, and over the years, it's been, it's been very interesting, up and down, up and down, up and down. Ve'omnam, l'amrot ha'eruim ha'nisiim ha'lalu, nir'eh she'medinat Yisrael shruya b'svach shel mashberim midhadirim ve'olchim. And despite these amazing, miraculous moments that we experienced in the last generation, which is 1948 and 1967, it seems that medinat Yisrael has basically gotten caught in a world of crisis after crisis. And I'm not, we're not just talking about Taksiva Medina, the budget. All these different mashbirim, midarderim, like midarder means 
things that are dwindling down, bringing you down, v'holchim, and they don't stop. Ha-teror ve'amilchama me'aymim alea mikol tzad. This was written years ago, by the way, these words. But obviously there's no difference. Yeah, I, I know, I, it's written somewhere, but... This I know, the other one was written right after the Hitnatkut. This one I'm not sure yet. I, I, I'll look deeper inside. It seems that the country, that terror and war continues to threaten us from every corner. The leaders of the country. You know what that means? Groping in the dark. While continuing to give up on basic rights of the Jewish people in their land. It's like we never worked up somewhere. It seems that from the moment that we got here, we got these two miracles, and since then, it's downward. It seems like that, on a certain level. It seems like it's like clarity, Hashem, all the prophecies are true, it's true, it's true. And then the moment that we, we, we reach these peaks, it's like, what do, so what do we do with it? Oh, this is how what we do with it. And since then, anachum mistabchim v'mistabchim v'mistabchim. Seems to be a sign. Yeah. We have Am Yisrael, after the thousands of years, has come back here, and since reaching these peaks, have given back strategic pieces of land to people that swear that they want us dead. While there seems to be continuation of stepping all over holy principles that Am Yisrael had for many generations. Hamedina kuruah v'shesua l'tziburea hashonim. The country is ripped up regarding all when it comes to all of its different tziburs, all of its different populations. Alreka medini dati vechevrati. When it comes to politics, when it comes to socialism, and of course when it comes to matters of religion. The national ideology, which once was Baltala, you know what Baltala means? Like, Livlol, it just, huh? Yeah, no, no, not Livloa. Livlol, Livalel means it just kind of like disintegrated. Thank you, Baltala. The ideologia leumit, like the national ideology. What may have been clear, like maybe maybe there was like a, he's going to explain if it was good or it was bad, but for now it was like even being clear about why we're here. If it ever was. He means, when you say the word um, Zionism, right, when you say Tzionut, it used to be, that's everything. That's going to be the passion of the next generation. And we, and we sing... Even those words and what and the way we are representing it, what we're offering to the world, what we're offering to the next generation, Zekalo says it's not mefiach. He doesn't give us light and strength to a whole new world, to a whole new era. 
And therefore also, what gets weakened by that? The moral, ethical spirit of the people as well. You know, my, as, as many of you know, one of my favorite singers ever was Meir Banai, Alava Shalom. That's the Amut Fila that we have upstairs, Meir Ben Yitzchak, right? So, he has a song, and one of his albums, it's a piyut that the Tzfaidim say on, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe one of the chavr here will tell me when you say it. It's called, Ayelet Chen Bagalut Tismecheni. Uvalayla Betoch Me'ai, no? You've, have you heard it before? Ayelet Chen. You, 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 yeah. Yom Kippur, did you say? Um, I think it's uh, Slichot. Maybe? Slichot. It could be Slichot. The album was all like Piyutim of Elul and, and Tishrei. So someone asked him, an interviewer, Sivan Rav Meir was interviewing him when the album came out. And she said, she asked him, she said, Like Hashem in the Galut, bring me closer. He says, Tiriani. לפעמים אני כאילו מסתכל פה על מה שקורה בארץ, רציחות, גנבות, מעילות, ואני באמת מרגיש לפעמים שזה, שאני, שאני בגלות. He wasn't saying an, a Zionist statement, he was just saying that, and it was, he said it so simply, he, did, he wasn't trying to make anything, but he said, but he, what I heard from what he was saying is that, do you think we came back to Eretz Yisrael to live in a society that still has murders and robberies and all the stuff that you see other places in the world. So you'll come and say, we're, we've, been, we've been already wired to say, no, it's part of the process. It's a, everything's part of the process. Briyat Olam is part of the process. Everything's part of the process. But basic things, Rav Ginsburg is saying, mifchinat musar, just basic ethics. Basic ethics, human ethics. We see that they've dwindled down here. On a, on a, you see how many politicians are... Uh, forget about if you like their opinions or not. We've had presidents and prime ministers in jail. <laughs> Stop for a second. And you'll run to say, oh, but the, the Supreme Court is corrupt. Of course it is, but it's, it's also these people are... Meaning we have, we have people of, of representing Am Yisrael that are criminal. Like, so you'll say, but in the whole world it's like that. And that's the danger. That's exactly the danger. Yes, in the whole world it's like that, because that's the whole world. That is not the way it's supposed to be here. That's not But we've already accepted that the way things work here is like this, and this is what it's like building a country. And that's the wake-up call. It's like, I don't know why, I don't know who wired us like that. That's not supposed to be like it. We're going to see where this sprouts, where this, where this sprouted, like where the ability to even think that it's okay to think like this came from. What and we're going to do a fix. He just asked, Shachar just asked me, yeah. I'm going to find out. I, I, you see, his Sfarim are always, here, one second. Is it like a copyright page? Or it's yeah. It seems that this, this publication came out in 2005. But, yeah, but I, I'm not sure exactly when the shirim were said. I'll find out. But, but he could have written this in 1983. Do you understand? He could have written this in the last 75 years. But it's definitely more in the last 20 years. Put it like that. Okay? I remember when I got it, it was 2005, 2006. So maybe it was right around then. Okay, yeah. We can achieve the, these levels before the Beit HaMikdash is standing again? Ah. Uh, do you hear his question? 
That's one of the greatest questions. That's one of the greatest, that's one of the most important questions what Itamai just asked. Say it louder and clearer. Are we able to achieve these levels that we're, are, that we're aspiring to reach before the Beit HaMikdash is standing? I'll ask it, I'll ask it differently. Can the Beit HaMikdash be standing before we've reached those levels? This is interesting, because these are two schools of thought within Yiddishkeit that come and clash. That is so confusing. This is exactly, this is exactly, Amash, what you're bringing up is an amazing, important nekuda over here that we have to understand hashkafically, and we have to look at what, what Pneumius Torah says to us about this. Because the voice that says, we can't, and we have to just do our best and wait till the Beis HaMikdash is, is, is here. Maybe that's where we're at now. Further, will come to a clear, convicted, a conviction that don't even try. Williamsburg, Monroe, stay there. Don't try because it's if you mess this up, it's too dangerous, right? Now, obviously, we don't subscribe so much to that voice because we're here. But the other, on the other hand. We got to think about these things. The vessel is so strong. The vessel of having the structure here to make this a place where we morally, ethically, on all levels, are living higher than the rest of the world demands of us so much more than the way that we've been thinking up until now. Third line. It seems that it's clear almost to everyone that despite the tremendous movement of return, a physical return that happened in the previous generation, where millions of Jews came back and started building the land, it still seems that Am Yisrael is still very far from fulfilling the Jewish vision of the full and complete redemption. So far, anyone have any machlokis on this? Or everyone feels like we're really close? <laughs> the way it's set up right now. I, I do have a muffler. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to see things that are wrong. We've never had more institutions of Torah throughout Eretz Yisrael and specifically in Yerushalayim ever. Not in the days of the first Beit Hamikdash. Not in the days of the and second therefore, Beit Hamikdash. And therefore, and therefore, that we're in a forward momentum. If the type of Torah that was being learned in institutions that you're speaking about was being learned here, we wouldn't have as much machloket as we have in the time that we have today. The Pirut started with... Let him, let, let him the offer... Let, let, let the Rav offer an, a, a, an alternative way of thinking of where the Pirut began, but that actually makes me even sadder. Because, essentially, it's, of course it's true, there's never been more Talmud Torah you have more problems with the institutions than even I do. Of course I do. Right, yeah. so I'm saying... So, exactly, so I'm saying the fact... Exactly, so the fact that it's all there, the fact that there, been, that there are more Jews here than ever before, and there are more institutions than ever before, and together with that, 
There's more Chilul Shabbos than there ever was before. And there's more Chirif restaurants than ever before. Meaning, all those things are facts on the ground. These are not opinions. But what kind of vision do we have for an Eretz Yisrael that's filled with Jews? Would we be happier if we had universities and colleges, the Makom Nir and Brisk and etc., etc.? No. Because the Kli, again, the Kli, exactly, the vessel to contain all of this is the largest vessel in the world. The question is not just, let's just put up another yeshiva. Let's just build another shul. You have to keep purifying. You have to go into the heart. We, this, this, this talich of building the country began without a heart. It began heartless. It took 19 years to restore. I keep, I'm very, I'm very careful with saying, what, what did we restore after 19 years? The parking lot of the heart. You understand what he meant by that? What did he mean by that? That we restored the parking lot of the heart? Right. We could have at that moment. Even that's not correct. We were mevater. Right. It's not that right. we did. Right. We were actively mevater. And in the last few years, there's been a in, an increase, a significant. Not right. only increase in He's talking about Harabayat and Makom Mikdash. Yeah. But Tfilah on Harabayat, which would have been unimaginable five years ago. Nachon. Let's continue. The fact is, is that we still haven't reached what the, the, the tears of a Techazena Yenenu Bishuf Chalatzion Berachim. Can we all agree on that? With all the, with all the Gevaldiga things you're mentioning, it's still not the tears of It's it's a lot of other tears, but it's not the it's not the tefillas that kept us alive in Galut. By the way, this is supposed to make you guys happy and optimistic. That's why you gotta let me keep on going a little bit, okay? Hashem never strikes us before first providing. The refuah. That's a klal. Before first providing the refuah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu nata banu et ha-koach letaken et ha-matzav Hashem planted within you and I that are alive right now in the year 2023 with an amazing, amazing ability to fix the current matzav, to fix it. Not in the way that we fix computer bugs and other problems. To fix it mimealev shelanu with all the distractions that cell phones and, and all these things are, are in our minds and in our ways and with us while we're during Chazar Sashats and during Shir, and yet still Hashem believes in us that we could go beyond it. Hashem planted, He placed the refuah before. HaKadosh Baruch Hu nata banu takoach letaken et hamatzav hazeh. Shenira lichorach asar tikva, that seemingly seems to be so helpless, like the way Shachar's face looks like right now. If we look at the ways of hashgacha, godly hashgacha, nochal lehavchin barefua hachavuya beotan anesibot sheviu lakamat medina uleshichlur Yerushalayim. This is the key line of this Torah so far. If we nitbonen, if we have introspection and look deeply in darkei hashgacha elokit on God's divine ways of running the world we could be able to, to detect refu'ah ha-chavuya. You know what chavuya means? Hidden. Right. The hidden healing that's already placed 
within the way that Yom Ha'atzmaut and Yom Yerushalayim took place. So we have to look deeper. You think Hashem, it just happened to be that Ben-Gurion was the one that decided all this? You think it was Ben-Gurion, it was him? And he chose the date? And he chose the place? A Yid, a Baal Yid, doesn't live with that, with that shtuyot. A Yid that lives with the light of the Baal Shem Tov says, okay, Hashem wanted that to happen then and at that time and at that month. Let me look deeper and try to understand why. This whole parak is about the month of Iyar. Not just to tell us Zgula is about the month of Iyar, but that's when these two things happened. Hei be'iyar and kafchet be'iyar. What is the month of Iyar? What refuah is contained within the month of Iyar that's telling us today what to do? Okay? Wow, I didn't think it'd be this heavy, guys. This is like a... You Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't you excited Nobody that you made Aliyah like two years ago? Like a... Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere. Because you believe, because we believe that if we're here now, it's in order to let the Kenneth Amatzav. None of us are, are going to accept what was before Simchas Torah. Is that correct? Yeah. None of us are accepting the same Mitziut. Whatever that means, we're going to try to figure out the Maisa, what that so means. Like we accepted it before you there, but like... We kind of did. We kind of did. People were complacent with what was, yeah, what was I, the food. I yeah. existed, but I still had Arabs working on my farm. I still was working within that context. And definitely... It's so much deeper than just not having Arabs working. That, that's one. That's one it's thing. A manifestation of an internal. Correct. This, it's much it's deeper. The complacency of like the the, the, the status quo of Am Yisrael Eretz Yisrael. hundred percent. There's no live. Where's the live? Where's the mikdash? I work. I work so close to the kotel. I, I see it every day. At a see the kotel. Point, at, a, at a certain point, I just got. I'm sorry to say, it, I got old. <laughs> like. Of course it got old. Yeah, but like when I first came here, and even when I used to come before, it was just like, wow. The Kotel, like, yeah. It's psyched up. Now it's like, still, it has, there's yeah. something there. When I talk to friends, like, when, they come down from, when they come down from Harabayit, the hardest thing for them, and the, in, 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 the hardest place for them to look at is the Kotel. When they go up to Harabayit, they always tell me, after that, they, they, it's very hard for them to relate to the Kotel, to look at the Kotel. Not to downplay it, it's just the Mitzvah. I have a whole word on this that like the Kotel is the same word letters as Tilchu. You got to keep on walking. You think this was it? Tilchu? Are you kidding me? Tilchu. Tamshichu lelechet. Could it be, Rabbi, that what we've done is we've brought Golos to Eretz Yisrael with us? In other words, our own Golos attitude came with us into Eretz Yisrael. That is the major tikkun that we need to have. Of course. That's, that's been the topic for the last seven yeah. months on the Sunday morning women's shear. Mamash that. That, yeah. that we came here, it's not our fault, that's what no. 2,000 years of Gullahs are going to do to you, but we, didn't, we, we didn't have leaders showing us, we didn't have Rabbeim, we didn't have the Tzaddikim explaining to us how to, how to live a Geula Dika Yiddishkeit once you, once you come here. And now people are finding that actually in places of Chutzlaritz, that they're living Pnimi's is Geula Dika Yiddishkeit without being here. Right. And many of us can relate to that. A lot of those Torahs, the teachings, because they're not yet, it's not loud enough here. It's not bright enough here. And that's, the, in my opinion, one of the main things we have to work on. That's why, Steve, what you said before about all the yeshivas and everything, it's a lokokach marshimoti, because the shaila is what kind of 
What kind of light is emanating? What kind of geula dikatora is emanating from all the institutions? Tragedy you know? is that when I have posted many, many of these yeshiva books, so considering, could you see yourself? The majority are very clear. Nothing so. Eretz Yisrael is just like a one to three year thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So when there's a mapitom response. Yeah, you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why their answer is one to three years? Because what are you offering them? other than saying you have to live here. That's the nikuda, And that is something I'm going to make. Are you kidding me? You know how many pshats of the Torah don't, don't, don't go through to people? People are looking for more than pshat of the Torah. They're looking for the remez, drash, and sod. If it was the pshat of the Torah people were looking for, all the yidin would be here. They're not looking for that. They're looking for inside. And we still don't really know how to give them inside. So what are you expecting them? What, what, what would you expect them? The, uh, uh, Aishir Bacha that's coming here for the year and learning here that he's not, it's not clear to him he's going to stay here. What are you offering him besides a pshat? I love you. I'm, I'm saying this out loud. It's not about you. It's about all of us. What are we offering them? I met an 18-year-old Yeshiva Bacha in Yerushalayim two weeks ago. Who's from Baltimore. Yeah. And they said, like, you know, what, what are you thinking? Next steps is like, yeah, I'm like, consider, you know, looking for a shidduch, whatever. And said, like, what about, like, living? What are you? I said, yeah, I consider it as but, like, it's hard to, I, you know, I heard it's hard to make parnasa here. 18-year-old kid, I said, have you ever worked before? Like, how? He said, no. Like, how could you even say that? Like, that shouldn't be your problem. Like, like you shouldn't even be thinking that. Like, that's how deep this has been. But it still stems from the way that what have we, how have we offered Eretz Yisrael to the world? How have we offered the privilege of being here? When we go the route of, no, you can make Parnassah here, you, not only did you lose, in my opinion, you're, you're blemishing. You're blemishing the whole thing. You're blemishing. I'm saying when you talk about Eretz Yisrael to someone and explain to them that it's, um, and the, so like to try to convince, to try to get them to be here and saying you could also, don't worry, you can make Parnasa here. So that's Sichon. Sichon is the Rosh Memshalah of Eretz Yisrael at that moment. Sichon Melech is, is is the Prime Minister, the King of Calculations. Because you know what? We've tried that. People say that all the time. People say that all the time, and it's true that you have big, big rabbanim that tell people to make aliyah only if if they can, if they can uh, make a parnasa. Yeah, it happened with you, Nachon. I asked Rabbi that. Uh, no, uh, don't say which rab. Right, right. And I asked him literally five yeah. times, and he said, Azman, Azman, Azman. Then finally, on the sixth time, he said, first the question was, what are you doing for parnasa? Right. Now, where is that coming from? That question. It's coming from a very holy place. It is, but it's but it's not it's not coming from an Eretz Yisrael of the Gamolchin of Pinyas. How can you even say it's coming from a holy place? Because what he is concerned about. Rosh Hashanah, our Pshat. Pshat. Oh, we're gonna have a good time. We are gonna have a good time. I love this. For three, four years, and they still keep two days Stop talking about them. I'm sick of this. I'm honestly, I, I'm not going to continue this. What are we talking about them? We have it right. Well, we keep one day. Who cares? <laughs> that's, that's... Do you know that there was a big... 
you're going to think I'm, whatever. I'm saying it's Stam Od Namdura. Why are we talking about them? What good does that do? I'm not interested in them, our brothers and sisters that haven't had the schus of hearing Lech Lecha, as if we know it was us. Kochi Vilzem Yadi brought me to Eretz Yisrael. It's a shtuyot. It's not about pointing out how much they don't get it. It's about realizing that if we were chosen to be here in this time, that we have to get it. That we have to get it. This is what, no, no, we're getting it. We're on our way to getting it. We're on our way to getting it. In comparison to where we were a few months ago, or a few years ago, yes, we're on our way to getting it. En yeush ba'olam klal. Even after Simchas Torah. En yeush ba'olam klal. But a few things we have to make clear. Like, because honestly, that talk of them... Not, it's, not, it's not just that I think it's not the point. I think that it's chosem. It blocks us from what the real shorish is. The real shorish is, those that are in Eretz Yisrael, where are you operating from? How are you talking about Eretz Yisrael? How do you understand this? How, do you, how are you trying to give it over? I think, I think I've said it in the, in the opening statement of what these Torahs are going to be. It's much easier to puzzle something. It's so easy. It's so easy. And the answer to your question... To puzzle, to... to uh, I, think so. answer, I think the answer to your question is if we're all learning the Torah of how to matir in all the yeshivas and we're learning and we're living how to matir, then we're the light unto the nations and then that's the purpose of us being there. The, the, pur- right, the purpose to say... It's very, very good. I want to just expand on this and we're going to stop there. What we're trying to say here is that the way when we look at the situation... And we're looking at it, not Pepinius, but we're looking at it with Chitzonius. We're not, when we don't take the light of the Baal Shem Tov into our minds and souls, you will continue to hit a brick wall. What's that brick wall? What is that brick wall? How does it, how does it manifest? What's the brick wall? Like, they're there. They, we're here. How could it be? So that's a brick wall. That you don't go anywhere with that. And, as mu- and the more that I believe that I'm right because I'm here and they're all crazy, it's, so it's just, it's not just that it's not true. It's that it's, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's kindergarten. It's diapers. It's so it's the so 75 years of, of religious Zionism that, that thought like that and acted like that has not really brought a new light that the new generation is waiting for. That's not it. Zeloze. Now it's a new door. Now it's a door that's doresh mashu amok. It's demanding something much, much deeper than that. And I see how much we're wired already, most of us. It's like, we, it's so hard for us to, to rewire ourselves because of the, our convictions of what's right and what's wrong. But this is where the Baal Shem Tov comes in and the first stage of everything in Avodah Sanefesh of the Baal Shem Tov is Hachna'a, Anava. First stage. All those things you thought which is the opposite of the way that the leadership in this country has been operating from day one. And it's not just the leadership of the government, all forms of leadership here. It was not the Rosh Muram we were talking about, about healthy Bnei Israel pride, right? I'm talking about the, the, the type of anava that's needed, that you could still walk like this, but you understand the reason, you know, Atal Melech Olam. 
but the way that Rav Ginsburg is going to draw this picture for us is like, wait a second. All of this, you could call it a balagan, which is true. You could also call it the beginning of the geula, which could also be true. You could call it whatever it is. The facts on the ground is that Hashem chose puppets and pawns named Ben-Gurion, Moshe Dayan, Tzadikim as well. They're also pawns, right? The concept of Medina, Zionism, all these things. Hashem chose it. And when did it begin to do its thing in the world? In the month of Iyar. Both times. Hey Be'iyar, Kavchet Be'iyar. For us to begin the process of, 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 of a healthy way of trying to fix things here, we have to look at things in a different way, Pshnimi way, and that demands of us Anava. It demands of us to humble ourselves and say, with all the things like, that I was sure I did right, and there's a lot of holy things I did too, Rega, Anachno Adayim Bebroch. We're still, it's a still, it's a, it's a big balagan, it's a big mishigas. We're going to continue next week to look pnima into the what the mahut of the month of Iyar to see, to find the refua for the time of right now. That's the purpose of it. Not just to give you varts about the month of Iyar, to find the healing that is, if we believe, you know, if we believe that God always gives the healing, before he gives the smack, the month of Iyar was here before the current state, the modern state of Israel, correct? Mm-hmm. Let's go to Pnima. It's going to take a lot of humbling and a lot of patience, but what a privilege to say that the Torah that we're learning is Mamish B'Shem Kol Yisrael. Okay, Shkarech, everyone. That's a criteria for this learning, by the way. Yeah. The simcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big tish Friday night, man. 35 guys. Yeah, too. It's my birthday. Oh, yes. It's my birthday. I'm sharing over this. Thank you.